Hey, it's Party Time Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Brather Show. Uh, Puppet Master Mark at the helm of the Studio 22 Mothership driving us into this episode where Chad gets his ass handed to him. And it's going to be fun. You're going to love it. Uh, Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, is over there. She really is the brains behind this operation, Lisa. Oh, we know. I know. Lisa, what would we do? Without Candace and Mark. People don't understand. The show would not be on the air right now. It wouldn't. Sure. We wouldn't have a show. Yeah, for real. There would be no show. Yeah. Uh, Party foul Steve holding down the pub over there. And Sarah goes, la, 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 la. People love us together. I love us together. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> People wow. love. We, we have a dynamic. Whoa. That was something. Yeah. Wow. We have a spark. I think we should we should do something together. There you go. I do. We should come we up should. with an idea and do do something together, like create content. You might be onto something. I there, think sir. it'd be a great idea. Hmm. I think the people watching this show right now should respond and say, "Yep, it's a great idea." I would love to know what they think. Yeah, y'all should love go it. into y'all's because y'all both do characters. Y'all could do it in character. Well, we could we could have a whole character session of of our content. <laughs> we could do that. That would be funny. Yeah, Steve's scared of my characters. The wheels are turning. Let's think about that. I need to get, I haven't heard from those characters of mine in a long, long time. I I need them to call into the show. I need, I need Uncle Larry to call in (laughs) and uh, Trigger Debo's and Tad (laughs) Papafophilus. That's so funny. Anytime, anytime AOC says something now or Nancy Pelosi, people are like, you need to do a video. Yeah. So busy. I'll it's try. so over the top when you do those things. It's, that's the point. Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered is the YouTube. You need to go over there and subscribe to it. And I'm encouraging you, everybody, please go uh, to where podcasts are offered and leave us a rating and review. We got to bump up. I got to beat Allie Stuckey. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I mean, the girl's smart and attractive and pregnant. And I, I get she's got like the sympathy thing because she's a female. I don't get it. <laughs> but everybody listens to Allie Stuckey. Five stars. Five stars for the Chad Prather show. We're, we're, we're definitely not the same brand as, although the executives here have said, you know, she, they told Allie one day, they said, you and Chad actually have a lot in common. What? And, uh, <laughs> and she was mortified. <laughs> you should have seen the She's shock like, on her face. Huh? She says, what do I need to change? Yeah. Like Chad. Yeah. It's like, you actually have a lot in common. <laughs> and, uh. I said, look, just because I've got an MDiv and, and went to seminary and all that stuff, I don't I think that's where it stops is the theological knowledge that's there. Um, it's serving me well these days. <laughs> so back in the summer, I made a live feed video and you guys are all familiar with this video. I I'd had a couple of beers, went live on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon and I was making a point about something that was really not the issue that it became the issue and the issue with it, that I was talking about was public schools and uh, I call them brainwashing institutions. Um, listen, I, like you guys know me, I'm, I'm anti um, teachers unions. Mm. I'm anti this whole department of education. I'm anti star testing here in Texas. These standardized tests are useless. I think that uh, before you graduate high school, you should have to pass a citizenship test, the same one that People who immigrate here have to pass. Uh, civics needs to be taught. History needs to be taught. But we, but but it's not. And and we're we're turning them over into uh, junior level 
just a notch below college and, and university education, which is no education anymore. We're turning our kids' mind over these things. And one of the issues that, that was brought up on the live feed because the comments come up was this issue of vaccinations. Sarah, you and I have discussed this at length. Um, I am pro-freedom, 100% pro-freedom. Um, and that includes medical freedom. But I use an example, and I have this disease called foot and mouth. And sometimes I don't say Most things the way I want to say them. And I didn't say it the way I wanted to say it that day. So it's been used a lot. We're, we're going we're gonna to try once again to lay this issue to rest uh, in this episode. And it's going to be fun, okay? Because I'm going to learn some things, and I'm, I'm gonna, this is where I'm going to get my ass handed to me, okay? It's going to be great. But I know what I believe. I know in my heart what I believe. I haven't changed on that. Just sometimes you miscommunicate. And uh, no matter what, I'll always be guilty of that video. And I'm not deleting it either. It's, it's up. It's there. Things on the Internet are forever, right? They're forever, Sarah. Hey, you never thought COVID could cost you your home, right? Uh, it might because cybercrime's up 75% since the pandemic started. And the most serious cybercrime to worry about right now is home title theft. Uh, cyber criminals, foreign and domestic, are online and they're looking for your home and they can get it easier than you think. The title documents to your homes are online right now and a thief can find your home's title, forge your signature, and uh, file a quick claim deed stating you sold your home to them. And guess what? They take out loans against your home and leave you in debt you don't even know what's happening until the eviction notices arrive or late payment fees all these different things insurance doesn't cover you neither do common identity theft programs that's why i use home title lock the instant home title lock detects someone tampering with your home's title they're going to shut it down immediately go to hometitlelock.com and register your address they'll tell you if you're already a victim then use code radio to receive 30 free days of protection that's code radio at hometitlelock.com hometitlelock.com hang tight Sarah, you're wearing a t-shirt over there. Uh it says nope. <laughs> it's got a couple of syringes on there. What are you, anti-vaccines? Uh well, it's funny you should ask me that. Yeah. Um I am definitely anti-COVID vaccination. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're sneaking up on this idea of mandatory vaccinations for all vaccine passports. Uh, you can't enter a theater or anything, a shopping mall, unless you have your vaccines. And it's a slippery slope. Yeah. And I got this from a, Steve had a great idea Gale. the other day. Just you're, get V tattooed on your head, on your yeah. forehead that says you're you vaccinated. Coming. Yeah. I just I, I don't love the the slope that we're on. Yeah, it is. It is an interesting thing. And and uh. I, I don't care if you get the vaccine, right? I don't, I don't care what you do. Right. But as a, as a person that loves liberty and freedom, I don't want to be forced to do anything. And I don't want my rights taken away from me because of something that I, some mandate or command that, you know, the state handed down or the, the Fed handed down. I don't want to do any of that stuff. Um, and I'm just not going to do it. I'll, Listen, I'll get on the tour bus. We'll never fly anywhere ever again if it comes down to that. If, you know, the airports start doing this stuff. And uh, now, un unlike our counterpart over here, Lisa Page, yes. she's lined up ready for the vaccine. Well, I mean, I already had COVID, so I don't even think I'd be able to get it anyway. I'm not opposed to it, but I, I am with you, Chad, where I don't think... I don't like the government in my, my business. I don't want them telling me what to do. I don't. That's why my kids go to a private school because I don't want the government 
controlling my children. Yeah. And I'm with you. I, I don't think I, I'm not anti-vax, but I'm also I respect anybody who is. And I don't think that the government should mandate anybody who doesn't want to get it. Like, right. you know, right. My parents are coming down in March not to cut you off. And my dad is definitely not. He does not want to get the vaccination, but he's 72. He's gone this long without getting COVID. And my brother's getting married. So he's getting it because he feels like he has to put his face into something. But he also doesn't want to miss my brother's wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's doing it reluctantly, but he's doing it only to come down here for the wedding. So I Marlene's get coming. Marlene is not coming because Marlene does not want the vaccination. So she's not doing anything until. Oh, I thought my girlfriend was coming. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. Marlene. Good for Marlene. Marzi's not doing it. So, okay, the video I alluded to earlier, the, the point I was trying to make, you, I want to introduce you guys, first of all. Uh, Jackie Schlegel is here in the hot seat. Welcome. I'm Thank glad you. you're here. Texans for Vaccine Choice. Very happy to be here. And you got it right. Yes. I'm, I'm always bad. I always second guess organizations and titles. I always feel like I get them wrong. So, you know the video I'm talking about. I do. Okay. And you, your inbox blew up quite a bit yes. because obviously I'm, I'm uh, talking about this governor run and, and all of these things. Um, it had the exact opposite effect of what I was hoping to communicate. And I understand why. I understand why. Um, my point in that was it was kind of used as an example. Put your money where your mouth is. It either, either change the way the state operates or if you're going to keep things the way they are in this state when it comes to vaccinations, then homeschool your kids. Now, a lot of people said, you, I got to just keep kids out of the public. You want to keep kids out of public unless they get vaccines. You're pro-vaccines. No, that wasn't the point. And, and again, it was miscommunicated. But what I was trying to say was, look, either change the state or change you one way or another. Now, me personally, I am so for freedom. I don't think there should be exemptions. Now, people hear that and they say, they hear that and they say, oh, so you're anti-exemptions? That you say like, we shouldn't be able to exempt our child from getting vaccines? No, I don't think you should ask the state's permission. We agree with that yeah. position. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of absurd that we actually have to turn in a form to send our kids to public school without vaccines. Yeah. Right. See, and, and that was another thing that I responded to somebody and I said, you, you, ultimately, somebody's going to have to lie on that exemption form. Because it's either a religious choice, Mm -hmm. it's a military choice, or it is a medical choice. If you don't fit those three, and somebody said, well, it's a philosophical choice, but that's not what it says in the state mandate. It doesn't say philosophical. Well, there's conscientious objection. There's conscientious objection on the basis of religion. I think there's both. Is there? Well, you... You tell us, Jackie. I didn't know we were going in the policy woods today. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I just, but somebody <laughs> the, asked that the, the other day. And I said, I, my thing is, I just don't want people to have to ask well, for Well, I think, I think that's the point is it really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I, we right. have exemptions in the state of Texas to send our children to public school uh, without one or more vaccines um, if their parents choose. And here at Texans for Vaccine Choice, you know, we're fighting to maintain those exemptions. Uh, yeah. But this goes so far beyond public school. And I think prior to 2020, it was hard for most individuals to wrap their brain around how this could impact their daily life. And the conversation has really drastically shifted, I think, even since you posted several months ago. Mm -hmm. Um, COVID has really just opened up the conversations and the dialogue and brought everything that we are advocating for at Texans for Vaccine Choice really to the national stage. Um, And I guess, you know, earlier you guys were kind of talking about 
anti-vaccine and kind of, you know, poking around at that. But my question is, is what does that even mean? Mm. You know, are you anti-vaccine? Um, I don't even know if that exists because it has become used as a term just to make you the crazy person if 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 you question anything about vaccines well you're anti-vaccine we should discredit you and in my work with families and all across the state of texas i don't come across these wild anti-vaxxers that don't care about society these are families and parents who love their children they love their liberty they love their freedom and they want the right to make medical decisions for themselves um so I'm still looking for the anti-vaxxers out there. But what I have found is really informed people making good decisions for themselves. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you're a parent, I believe you have all authority over your child. If I go to the school and I say, I need my kid out right now. I need, I need my, to pull my kid. Well, what's the excuse? for? I don't need to give you an excuse. Mm-hmm. It's my kid. Yep. Right. The state doesn't need to overstep their bounds and be pseudo parents. Uh, on my behalf. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head because this is what it boils down to. Mm -hmm. We are in a war for our children, for their soul. Truly, we are in a war against um, what I would say is, you know, this attempt to institutionalize parenting. Yeah. These science-based practices. If you go against what they call the science, um, then your rights should be removed. You're not competent enough to, you know, to raise your children the way you see fit. Yeah. Um, and it's not just vaccines. Vaccines are the tip of the iceberg. Right. And I think, you know... This is becoming um, more of a talking point in more homes than it ever has been. And the conversations are good, even if they get off to a rocky start. Yeah. Well, and and that's the thing is I try to encourage people, myself primarily, to first off be teachable, right? Be malleable to, to information that comes in. Because people, until you walk in their shoes and experience what they've experienced, you really don't have the authority to say, you know, and there are people out there with vaccine injured children. Sure. Uh, there are folks who have lived that nightmare, um, are still living that nightmare. Uh, they, they, they are, in my opinion, the authority on that subject. And, um, and it is bigger than, say, the schools or whatever. See, now my philosophy, my, my personal belief is that it is the parents. And that's where I was going with this vi- that video is it's the parents responsibility always first and foremost to educate their child. It's, it's not the state's responsibility it used to be we used to use the church to educate our children uh then the 20th century happened and the church became neutered uh so to speak and they we gave it all over to the state and so now we're letting the state make all these rules and that's what i'm opposed to you know sam houston said and i'm paraphrasing sam houston uh second president of the great republic of texas and uh he said that the role of government is to stay out of the way. It don't get in people's business, don't get in their lives. And uh, I, the government is so involved with us and we expect it. Even as, as, as a conservative person, these days, we don't know how to stop the government from being big anymore. And all these mandates that are coming out and these things that are going on. You know, Greg Abbott, quite frankly, pissed me off by one, mandating everything that he mandated with the shutdowns and the masks and all this. And then he played the hero by supposedly ending the mask mandates and opening Texas back up. Well, dude, you created the crisis 
And now, and now you want to pat on the back for having done it. I don't want the state telling me where I can go and what I can do, and certainly not how to raise my children. So when I say that about the exemptions, what is the best way to communicate that? Because I don't want there to be an exemption form at all. I, I, I think everybody should automatically be exempt unless they choose otherwise. Well, I think you've said it very well here today that parents ultimately call the shots. Yeah. Um, you know, here at Texans for Vaccine Choice, uh, our mission statement is protecting and advancing informed consent, medical privacy and vaccine choice. Ultimately, yeah. um, we're not an anti-vaccine organization. We're not here to stop anybody from getting their vaccines or mm-hmm. infringing on their rights. And in return, we just want to make that choice for ourselves. So yeah. standing for informed consent um, and medical privacy and vaccine choice, I think you've been very clear that you embrace those tenets. So what's the better way to do it? I mean, should we should we keep the exemption the way it is and fight for that? Or should we truly say we want we don't want that? Well, I think in, in ultimately we would love for the exemption to go away, to not yeah. have to turn in any form to the state. Um, I I'm with you on that. I do not believe that, you know, we should have to answer to the state as far as our children's medical care. That's between me uh, and my children's medical providers. Um, But I think we're a long way from accomplishing that here in the state. So, um, you know, when we look at other states and we look at them dwindling away their rights in California, they do not have the right to send their children to public school if they're not up to date with all of the vaccines. So sure, would I like to move things along here in Texas? Yes. But is that realistic? I don't know that it is right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and Chad, I I think the, the way in which people responded to you and took your points wrong, I think really just goes to show how beat down and, you know, like it has just been um, pushed into us. We've been brainwashed to think that we need permission from the state to begin with. So for you to come out and say, no, 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 I'm challenging the whole institution. I think there have been so many people for so long who have just gotten used to having to get this permission from the government. It's like they couldn't even fathom that you're saying, no, I don't want any of it. Yeah, like, I think and it's I didn't say it right, and I didn't say it well. Right, but so, when you, you went back that, and tried to retrace, right, I and tried, it's like, but you know, whatever. It's right. the internet's forever. Right. <laughs> this is an incredibly emotional subject. I mean, mm-hmm. you think about this, especially for families like mine. Let's mm-hmm. just, you know, talk about my situation because many of the families have walked this journey. My daughter's going to be twenty years old mm-hmm. next week. Last night, my family gathered to plan uh, my daughter's safari birthday because my daughter will be forever trapped um, mentally, emotionally at the level of a three or four year old. Mm. I'm forever grateful that she physically is doing okay right now, but it's been an incredibly tough journey. Uh, Keep in mind, I was an incredibly pro-vaccine parent. I was the parent who didn't get on the airplane with my seven-week-old child because she wasn't old enough to get her vaccines. And I believed in this system. And I believed when my doctor said that this was the best thing to do for her. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that the vaccines, the nine of them that she received in one day, hadn't been tested together. Um, I didn't know, you know, that she could have a significant, severe, irreversible reaction. Mm -hmm. I didn't know until it happened to me. And when it happened to me, it just opened my eyes up to this world that I never knew existed. 
and I question everything now. Um, but you go through years and years of sleepless nights, 17 years before she slept through the night. Mm. And you're constantly fighting against this narrative and against, you know, pushing back against this industry who has told you your child is not enough or your, your child's not worth it. You know, your child was sacrificed for the greater good. But then we don't even care for those who were sacrificed for the greater good. Yeah. Um, I've stood at conventions where I've had men scream at me, you know, you're an anti-vaxxer baby killer. And then I try to share my daughter's story and they don't want to hear it. They say she was worth it. And that emotion runs so deep. And I think what happened in this situation then that goes to social media and there was an emotional roller coaster that yeah. took place. I think previously, maybe the day before, you had mentioned that you were for vaccine choice. And so people were rallying around and they were really excited. Like, here's our hero. He's going to, you know, have the conversation publicly. And they were really excited about that. And then I think there was confusion and it just, you can see how a community that has been been so profoundly affected and slandered in the public eye yeah. you can see how that can just spiral into sure. an emotional roller coaster like you said i went from hero to villain in 24 hours yeah i want to talk some more about that uh not the villain part uh hey <laughs> we're all looking for ways to save money uh especially right now so i want to ask you this how would you like to keep an extra 961 dollars a year in your pocket that's how much gabby customers are saving every year on car and home insurance uh, that's who i use to shop for insurance uh they will find you the best deal. This is the time of year to go shopping for it. And uh, Gabby's going to take the pain out of shopping for it for the insurance by giving you an apples to apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, Travelers. That's who I'm with. <laughs> just link your current insurance account. And in just minutes, you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you currently have. That's what I did. Um, Gabby. They're going to save $961 per year on average for their customers. Uh, that's nice to have in your pocket every year. Uh, if they can't find you the savings like they did for me, they'll let you know so you can relax knowing you already got the best deal. They're not going to sell your info, so you're not going to get spam or robocalled. Uh, listen, you're overpaying on car insurance and home insurance. I can almost guarantee it. See how much Gabby can save you. Totally free to check. No obligation. Go to Gabby, G-A-B-I dot com slash watch Chad. That's Gabby dot com slash watch Chad. Be right back. So at, at this point, I'm thinking, because um, we've, we've tried to clarify, no matter what, if I go online and I say I'm for medical freedom, people are like, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. The internet is forever. Yeah, but I really am. Um, I, I just think all authority stops with the parent. Sure. Period. Um, and and that, is, that, is, that is a hill I'll die on. Um, and you can't speak out of both sides of your mouth and say, well, I'm anti-COVID vaccine, but I'm pro you, you, you know, which is it? I mean, who knows what all craps in those things? Um, and there's a lot of crap in those things. Uh, and again, I'm, I'm not opposed to vaccines. If you want, that's why I love the name of Texans for vaccine choice, right? My body, my choice. That's what we've been hearing forever, right? Mm -hmm. uh, well, this is the case, unlike an unborn baby, this actually is your body. Um, and, and you have a choice. And, and that's the thing. I want to know, the best ways to communicate this issue, because I think it's an important issue. I don't think unvaccinated children should be 
held hostage in a cage somewhere down in the basement or you know on the border in joe's containment facilities i don't i don't i don't believe that i i, I you know i it's up to people i i think i told you before we when we came in the studio today like me personally if a parent doesn't want their kid to have a social security number i don't think they should have to have a social security number keep them off the books why does the state have to keep track of my kid wish my parents had done that for me <laughs> I don't want to be in the system. I don't want my kids to be in the system, right? But they track everything. And, and, they, and you know, maybe that's me being excessive, but I just don't think the state needs to have those overreaching bounds. So we keep talking a lot about children, but let's be honest, this affects adults. Yeah. Uh, there is an adult vaccination ske- schedule. It's recommended at this point, but who's to say it's not going to be mandated? Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, where do you stand on adult mandates? I think I know where where you are, but um, well, I believe in liberty. I believe that? in autonomy. I believe in choice in that regard when it comes to your body. Uh, and, and again, people will throw that back in my face. So, well, then you're for abortion. No, I'm not, because that's not your body. Mm-hmm. That's another body that is actually inside of your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and let's face it, if I took a hatchet and cut my hand off, they'd put me in a home somewhere because I, I don't have the right to just go out there and damage myself. Um, believe it or not, suicide is an illegal act. It's, it's not, you know, you're just not alive for the consequences. Um, but I, so in that regard, I think people should have the choice. That's where it's at. Medical freedom is medical freedom. Can you, Chad, because I think that there was some confusion, too, that I had a conversation with you. So mm-hmm. I, I know what you mean, but I want to make sure that you explain what you mean in your own words. Um, it's not a gotcha, meaning you don't believe that parents have the right to choose whether or not their children are vaccinated, but they shouldn't be allowed to attend public school. No, no, of course not. They should they should be allowed to attend public schools. Right. Yes. Um, I I don't believe in ostracization based on the choice you made as a parent. Um, Again, and I've had people. Isn't that the way it happens, though? If you're, you know, the school says you have to be. That's 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 the way it stands now. Mm -hmm. Or you have to fill out an exemption form. I don't like that standard. And that was the point I was trying to make is I think the state, we need to change the state and the requirements that are there. Uh, And until we do that, as long as we're willing to give the state that authority, they're going to continue to usurp that authority and abuse it. We've got to change the way the state does these things. We got to change. I don't want I mean, people keep saying, are you anti mask? I don't give a damn if you wear a mask or not. I'm against mandates, unmandate this state period. The state does not have the right to tell me what to do. The state does not have the right to tell me how to raise my children. They don't have that right, period. The state wasn't there when when we gave birth to them. Uh, The state doesn't have that right. But as long as I continue to give them that authority, they're going to take it. They've taken the right. They've taken the right. Shouldn't. So, so, you know, and what do you say to people who say, uh, well, you're, you know, and I've heard the arguments. People do say, well, then your child shouldn't be able to go to school because they haven't had a vaccine. Well, my common sense answer to that is, well, your child's been vaccinated. What are you vaccinated? What are you worried about? <laughs> this comes up for me often um, because all of my children, believe it or not, are vaccinated. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, my next door neighbor, her children are not vaccinated. And it's kind of a joke because I'm like, you want me to believe that? 
her children are a threat to my vaccinated children. Yeah. This doesn't even make sense. Um, her children are happy, healthy, articulate. Uh, that in and of itself is a story that I hear over and over as I travel the state of Texas and I uh, do conventions. Uh, last legislative session, I was at the Capitol and on Wednesdays we would host a Capitol Kids Canvas Day and we would invite our families to mm -hmm. come out and canvas the Capitol with us. <laughs> now, keep in mind, because of my background in having a special needs child, uh, that was really kind of my world of special needs and complex medical conditions. And I hadn't been exposed to a lot of homeschool families or families who didn't vaccinate their children. And week after week, these families would show up to the Capitol and there was just something so different about these children. They had a spark in their eye. They had what we call joint attention where they could shift their focus between you and, you know, an object. And, you know, it, it, these kids just blew my mind at 18 and, you know, 24 months old, so developmentally beyond what my experience with children had been. And so I started to ask these families like, hey, do you know, I'm a fan of medical privacy, but I'm really curious, are your kids vaccinated? Mm -hmm. And they would say no. And yeah, I they got say, smallpox. They trade blankets with the Native Americans. <laughs> I would say none, you know, no vaccines. And these kids were incredibly healthy and articulate and developmentally, you know, on point, yeah. something that we just don't see. Um, why are we researching this? Why mm. are we asking these questions? The only thing you ever hear about vaccines is they are safe and effective for almost everybody on the face of the earth and vaccine reactions are one in a million. And I think COVID has even proven that, you know, I mean, just open up social media and you can see yeah. uh, some of the chatter. I don't think it's quite that black and white and the mm -hmm. conversations must be had of, you know, the health outcomes of vaccinated versus unvaccinated children. Yeah, it's a big issue. I'll reveal something. Uh, I got four biological kids. Um, two vaccinated, two not vaccinated, um, and homeschooled uh, up to a certain level. Um, my oldest is 23. She's in her fourth year of college. Uh, she's been published. She's published four books already, had four books published. My 21-year-old's on a dance scholarship at another university. Uh, my 16-year-old's just like me, not vaccinated. Uh, she's, you've got to pray for her. She's just like me. Uh, and then my 14 year old son, uh, has been ranked in the top 10 in mathematics in the nation for the last three years. He just came in second in the state again. Uh, it, and so I'm proud of him to say all that. And believe it or not, they're normal, healthy, homeschooled kids. They're socialized and smart and all that. And two of them aren't vaccinated. Uh, so when I say in that video, put your money where your mouth is, I've done that. Yeah. So I can speak from some level of authority in that regard. I've done the research and I don't like the idea of pumping kids full of chemicals personally. Um, and, and it is what it is, uh, but it's your choice at the end of the day. I appreciate your voice. You catch a lot of crap. You do. Yeah. I know you do. We do. Yes. I do too. That's okay. You know, when you stand on truth, yeah. doesn't matter. Um, yeah. We're not going away. Our voice is yeah. going. <laughs> We're in Austin every single week. Yeah. Uh, I think I mentioned earlier, completely different environment than well, what I've been doing. Hang on, hang on, Jay. I, I don't want to interrupt you because I want to I give you time to talk about that. I'm going to ask you. 
about we're going to talk about austin in a minute uh but first i want to talk about northwest retention systems uh northwest retention system america's premier holster and everyday gear manufacturer they're no compromise top shelf company i love their stuff uh i know all the companies out there say that but these folks prove it man their gear and their product innovation is an obsession for them this is a custom shop providing holsters and systems for hundreds hundreds of firearms and they're proud to be all american and to be manufacturing all of their products right here in the united states Uh, it's washington state that's still the u.s uh technically for now they employ americans and uh they're a great company northwest retention uh number one they want to bring the greatest quality value and service uh, to the marketplace they want to be innovative and continue to build and provide best quality lifestyle gear to the industry and the most important thing is they show gratitude help their fellow man build relationships train and educate and i can personally attest to that with them personal company uh, and they work to bring the very best of their customers they go above and beyond to improve their communities as well and as far as their products go you will not be disappointed from their outdoor gear like the top selling scout chest holster that gun sits right there on your chest man nothing yep. makes you feel safe when your gun's right there on your heart uh they've got uh their concealed carry lines quality performance every bit of it uh is great great stuff and it always will be so check out their website to see what they have premium quality and satisfaction is guaranteed offer a lifetime warranty they got you covered with the holsters done right visit nwretention.com that's nwretention.com use code watchchad for 10 percent off be right back Yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember getting vaccinations as a kid. One time, I couldn't even move my arm for over a week. And then uh, I remember with my older kids when they got vaccinated, they were they were like pin cushions. They were sticking them everywhere, you know. And I was like, something's not right about this. Sticking them in the leg, sticking them in the arms. And I mean, this was all in one deal. Right? Seventy three doses. Yeah. Now before the age of eighteen. Yeah. We probably had ten, twelve, maybe at most. Yeah. Over three hundred in the making today. Yeah. There's oh. no end in sight with no liability. It's insane. And you can always tell how old somebody is because you can see that scar on their arm where they got their smallpox vaccination and just took a hunk out of them or whatever, you know? Do you see why I'm wearing this shirt now? Yeah. Nope. You had that? You're not that old. Come on. No. no. <laughs> but so She's what, pretty was, old. Uh, hey. I don't even have You look that. great for your age. Whatever. <laughs> 300 in the making? I mean, that's... No liability. No liability. No liability. liability. That in and of itself, you know, I think sometimes we tend to overcomplicate this discussion on vaccine choice. I see it all the time. You know, great, really smart advocates uh, trying to articulate, you know, the message with their 500 pages of research. And really, it's quite simple. This is an industry an industry that profits off of their product, Mm -hmm. an industry that does not have liability. It was shielded in 1986. There was a law that passed that shields manufacturers from liability. Um, You can see the childhood vaccine schedule literally just jump from there up. Um, And then that's when you also start to see, you know, this push to make you fear your neighbor, fear those around you, Mm -hmm. you know, the push to make grandparents, well, they can't see their grandchildren if they are not up to date with their vaccines. Like if we can't just step back and say, what is going on here? Um, But yeah, this is when you describe it like that, it makes you realize how much this COVID thing has brought so much to light. 
Absolutely. And, and now we're, we're, it's a double speak. We're, we have a double standard here. So we're willing to do this to our kids, but we're not willing to do it ourselves for our own, you know, because we're fighting this vaccine, supposed mandatory, potentially mandatory thing. Sure. And, and yet we're willing to pump our kids full of God knows what. And I know I, I look, I, I probably piss a lot of people off by even having this conversation, but I really don't care. Um, I know what I believe. I know, and, you know, and, I, and I've like I said, it, as far as far as my autonomy and my freedom, I, I'll die on that hill. You know, and you're down there as we, we went to the break talking about going to Austin yeah. in the swamp fest of Texas. <gasps> I mean, Austin is a mess. It is. And the further I go in this political journey. God help me. It's like a cult, these folks. I mean, it's like this political power. It is honest to God like a cult. And you got to kiss the ring. You got to kiss the ass. <laughs> My words. And, and, I, and I get so sick of the politi- politi- talk that's out there. And you have to do all these different things. It's, it's, a, it's a cesspool. So I can only imagine what you're facing. It's incredibly frustrating. Uh, what's incredibly frustrating is to know how many legislators are on our side, yeah. how many who don't vaccinate their children mm-hmm. or do so on a delayed schedule, but they don't want to go against the industry. Yeah. And we hear this on a regular basis. It's not just in Austin. It's in our state board of education. Yeah. It's, you know, um, several months ago, we were working on an action alert to um, amend some language in the um the curriculum for schools that would talk about vaccines. We wanted to be a little bit more neutral, less hostile for uh, teachers who were bringing this up in their classroom as part of their curriculum. Mm. And we had done really good work. We had worked with the State Board of Education. We participated in all the hearings. They loved what we were proposing. They said it was very reasonable. And then in the 11th hour, they point blank told us that the industry did not like uh, the changes that were being made. Therefore, the industry, not the parents, not the parents they serve, but the industry had put pressure on them and they would not be taking our recommendations into consideration anymore. Uh, Keep in mind, hundreds and hundreds of parents have participated in these hearings over the course of months to say, hey, you know, if you're going to talk about vaccines in public schools, it needs to be a neutral conversation. You shouldn't be singling kids out. I mean, what was happening was teachers were saying, you know, asking their classrooms, you know, who in here is not vaccinated? And they were using that as an example of poor parenting and anti-science. You know, your parents are anti-science. This didn't happen once or twice. We had reports of this happening all across the state. Um, It was a major, major problem. And Mm. so we took proactive steps to fix it only to be shut down in the very last minute um, because, again, of an industry who wanted to put their priorities and their agenda over us, the parents and the families. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. I hear stuff like that and I just want to get mad. It makes me mad, Sarah. You should be mad. You should be mad. It it does. I mean, just it's the further I go into all of this stuff, it's just dark. It's so dirty. But this this is why organizations like Texans for Vaccine Choice are so 
important this truly is. I mean, we have made an incredible impact in our state. Um, We don't win every battle, but we do manage to win some of them. And we're growing in numbers and we have at least changed the conversation. And we might not have, you know, the legislators completely on our side who are willing to fight and lead the charge. Um, but we do have their ear and we are, you know, taking small steps to push Texas in the right direction. Well, I promise you, if I ever have a say or a platform or the ability to do anything about it, I will fight for medical freedom and I will make sure you believe in what Texans for vaccine choice does. Exactly. Informed consent. That's exactly right. Medical privacy. Yes. Vaccine choice. 100%. All right. There you have it. 100%. And always have, regardless of the dumb things I say. But yeah, (laughs) it won't be the last time I put my foot in my mouth. I just want the Jackie Schlegel stamp of approval. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Jackie Schlegel and I approve this message. (laughs) Now, I appreciate you and I appreciate what you're doing. I appreciate the voice that you have and uh, the leadership that you that you exemplify and display and all of that and and god bless you i'm praying for you because you're you're down there fighting it and uh and anybody that go is willing to get wade into that battle any battle in austin texas god bless you god Thank bless you. you i won't we, i won't even ask you your opinion on greg abbott but whatever i don't i, don't, I can give you mine yeah <laughs> not a, I'm not, we only I, have 20 seconds I had there. such high hopes for the man I did too. Such high hopes. I was a big fan of his. Yeah, I was too. I don't know what happened. I was too. Well, I know what happened. Well. But I'm not going to say it. But just trust me. (laughs) It happened. (laughs) Y'all hang tight. We'll be right back. If this is a topic you care about, and it should be, uh, get involved uh, and learn more about it. Texansforvaccinechoice.com is the website. And uh, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. This has been been fun. I've been looking forward to this. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. You, you, like you said, I'm a, I'm a pot stir. I love to stir it up. I was nervous coming on. Were you? I'm like, what direction is this going to go? Always great. I'm just thrilled because I don't have to be telling all these people online anymore <laughs> excuse me you have it wrong that is not what my friend stands for i know it let me communicate it to you well i love it because now i can just post this youtube video under yeah. whatever comment is made copy paste mm-hmm. yeah listen i i said things wrong I, i'm not apologizing i'm just because i don't apologize read steve's shirt that's my whole brand yep <laughs> so uh, you know, I, I just, well, but I already, can admit when I'm wrong. You're already way ahead of most politicians yeah. by just. Well, again, you can't run that. on a liberty platform and, and not be for freedom. I mean, you, you, there's, there's so many, our freedoms are eroding yep. in this country. They're eroding and people like Jackie are fighting for them. You know, people like us try to use our voice to remind people to fight. Um, you know, our freedom of speech, we're seeing the censorship that's happening. Uh, we mm-hmm. want to get shut down. Mm-hmm. And, and the biggest thing is, as I'm sure you've experienced, Jackie, is people want to label you. That way they can put you in the box, yep. put the box on the shelf. And they're like, well, I don't have to deal with Jackie. I know what she believes. I don't have to build a relationship. I don't have to hear her out anymore. No, she's already been labeled. Right. That's why these conversations are important. 
and, 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 to, and to grow from them and to continue them and to, and to because the conversation's never really over, right? We're all learners and hopefully all teachable. And, and that's where we live. So thank you. Thank Appreciate you. It. Hopefully it wasn't painful. I didn't Great. get my ass handed to me too bad. It was good. Well, we can do another show. If you <laughs> <laughs> Those are some mighty fine boots you got on. Kick your ass. Um, hey, go to watchchad.com where the fun stuff is. We've got a lot of shows coming up out on the road, so come out and check us out. Uh, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well as leave us a rating and review. Five stars and go to texansforvaccinechoice.com. We love y'all. God bless you. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Bye.